Yo, 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 what is up, Cowboys Nation? On part two of this midweek episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, we continue our conversation with special guests and social media superstars, 21 Armando 21 and Deffy Talks Cowboys. We go over the OBJ, will he or won't he, potential free agency signing, handout awards to the best defensive and offensive players on the Dallas Cowboys and to the most outstanding coach, and we break down the Dallas Cowboys' knee what what they need to do to beat uh, the Green Bay Packers this Sunday. Make sure you come and watch the game with us. We live stream every Dallas Cowboys game, and this Sunday will be no different as we go live about 45 to 30 minutes before kickoff at 1.25 p.m. PST, 4.25 p.m. EST. Uh, with the Green Bay Packers playing host to the Dallas Cowboys. We have a great group of Cowboys fans who join us every week in our live chat, so we would love you to, to come out, crack some cold ones with us, join the chat. Uh, you can find us at youtube.com slash Podcast or on TikTok at CowboysCanFan. That's where we stream. Or um, on Twitter and Instagram, as our handles are, uh, are as well, CowboysCanFan. Or if you just search and Google or whatever you use. Maybe you're a Bing person. Cowboys Can Fan uh, or on YouTube, just search Cowboys Can Fan. We're going to pop up. Um, and finally, a big shout out to the Grid Network and the LandryHat.com, the official home of the Cowboys Can Fan podcast. All right, enough of me. Let's get into part two of this week's ridiculously good looking podcast. Crack them if you got them, son. Deffy in the house. Hello? Can you hey. guys hear me? Yeah, we got hey. you. What up, what up, what up? There we go. I Finally, you. I mean, this is this has been a while in the making. I know. I know you were getting sick and tired of all the dick pics I was sending you, but we fi- <laughs> it finally worked. <laughs> it worked. Uh, I had I had the story up, and I deleted it. I was like, oh, my God, he grandstanded us, so I took it off the story. But who cares? You're no, here. No, hell no. Deffy no, Talks no, no, Cowboys. No, no. What up, man? This has been a long time coming. We've been chatting for, I don't know, a couple months now. Seems like I'm I'm pretty sure I remember almost hopping on for like the Panthers game last year, if I'm not wrong. Oh, maybe. But I, I, I don't think we knew it was you, though. Or did we? Were we was it after no, the game? Were I, we wasted? No, no. You guys were. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> it was mid game. But you guys were like, like, I remember I was like, like I never got a code or whatever. We just talked about it before the game. And I just we just never like. And nothing ever went through. Oh, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Hey, man, I was before you hopped on. I was telling everyone uh, that you got a, a pretty pretty bomb ass Instagram Instagram going, and I actually use your Instagram for a lot of my Cowboys. Same with me. Insight, and I said it was kind of embarrassing, <laughs> but it's it's the truth. And I give props that uh, you've built a very very loyal fan base on your social media accounts. But just give us give yourself a little intro here, just so anyone that is listening uh, can kind of figure out what you got. Going going on uh okay well damn you're kind of putting me on the spot but i got you so long <laughs> story short i i've been around since like 2019 but i didn't really like like i remember when i first made my account the first like i do you know who jpa football is no oh uh, well he's like he's like a news guy and he was always i made friends with him before he made his news account and he was always pushing me to make a um a like fan page for the cowboys and I was like, okay, fine. And I eventually did it. But one thing that I was like never posting was like my own opinions. And I noticed like everybody else was doing the same thing. And it always felt so like, like generic almost, if yep. that makes sense. Totally. Like seeing what other people would post. So like that, that always kind of like irked me. And I remember, uh, there was some Cowboys pages that I'm like, I'm good friends with them now, but like they have like a hundred K and things like that. And back in the day they had like 70 K 
And I remember one of them tried to like kind of like ego me a little bit. And like, he, he was like, what do you know? You have like 7,000 or 6,000 followers at the time. That's like, like us that right now. Out. We get that all the time right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I don't, I, I never understood doing that when like, cause, cause at the end of the day, somebody could leap, leapfrog you yep. instantly. Totally. But, uh, that kind of like irked me to the point where like, I started like trying to not be different. Cause if you try to be different, it's going to come off like extra, you know what I mean? Cringy. So I just, instead of trying to be different, I tried to be myself and like post my opinions, regardless of uh, what other people would say. And the first thing the, the my very first like big thing that I got a lot of shit for was Jalen Smith. I was <laughs> on Jalen. I was on Jalen Smith a year before anybody else. Was. I don't know. Hey, even, Hey, I think, in, I, I think I'm telling you, man. I think that's how I found you. Actually, was through. Sorry, just to cut you off. I've the no, the, the way I found your page was you were fighting with. <laughs> this is going to get very geeky into like <laughs> Cowboys social media folklore, but you were arguing with West Coast Cowboy. I think if you know who that is, he's another page, and people were bashing him for bashing you. And I was like, I don't know who either of these guys are, and I followed both and just kind of watched. And then that's I'm pretty sure that's how I started following your page. Yeah, uh, West Coast Cowboy. Yeah, I mean he's he's a uh, he's an interesting guy. <laughs> But he, <laughs> Crack I, that that whole entire thing started because it, this is gonna this is gonna sound ridiculous, but um, it, this was during COVID. Like I had just started going back to class. I was a senior in high school at the time. Oh, shut and, up! Um, yeah, and I I remember I had posted because Antoine Woods was like him and Jordan Lewis. They tweeted and they were like talking shit about Cowboys fans almost. Like they, they didn't directly say it, but they were like, "Oh, let's see." us go to your nine to five and talk shit to you. And I was like, <laughs> except that's not the same thing. We're these nine to five people aren't getting paid, you know, yeah. a shit ton. Of, and I don't mean to be like, just to come off ignorant when I say that, but it's the truth. Yep. And I was like, that's kind of disrespectful to the Cowboys fans that ride or die for you. Yep. And I posted it and I, I don't remember what I said. I said something hella aggressive. I, I was, I was, <laughs> I, I did not have a filter. And, uh, and he was, he commented on the post, Antoine Woods, and yep. we kind of, we started talking shit to each other. And I told him <laughs> that he was one of the worst players on our team. And he was like, you're crazy. He was like, show me the film. And I pulled up an entire, like I made an entire film session of him being <laughs> dog shit in 2020. And, uh, and shit blew up and, from there. Yeah. And West coast cowboy was in the comments and he was like, nah, he's, he's our guy and blah, blah. blah. And I was like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, the West coast. I always had problems with him because of Jalen Smith because they like know each other in real life or something. And, uh, and uh, West Coast is very like, um, like he doesn't give his real opinions. He gives what, like if he's friends with the player, he's going to dick ride. And that's, yeah. I, I've never been a fan of that. Fair. You know what? Cause I, like I have, I, I follow, like I, I speak to Simi Fehoko all the time. Yep. And, and I still, like, I remember I posted and I made like a tier list of all the players we drafted knowing that he would see my post. I still put him in the bottom tier. Cause that's not like, that's just not how I want to like do things. Like I'm not going to sh like sugarcoat shit or whatever. Yep. So, so Deffy, do you, do you get, um, in contact with these players simply from posting and then them reacting and wanting to engage? Um, well, it honestly depends. So there's obviously the Antoine Woods direction where I'm, I'm an asshat and they come to me, 
but there's also like with Simi, I remember I posted like some, some like update post about him and uh, the, po the images that I posted, I have this method where I find like the best images, the most recent images. And I, I also have an app that I use that like makes some higher quality. And, um, and he, he hit me up and he was like, Hey, how'd you get this? And like, I, I showed him what I do and like, I, I helped him out. He followed me. Sorry. And, uh, after I spoke to him, like, it just kind of became like a constant thing. Cause like a lot of my, like what Simi does, I don't know if you guys followed him, uh, before he was a cowboy, but he's always been like a TikTok guy. So like, yeah, he had in a big, terms of like social, social media, media out, he had a big social mm -hmm. media, uh, outreach prior to even being a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. So he has like a grasp with that type of stuff. And that's how my fault. That's how I, that's how like my followers are. So like they kind of meshed well together and like, we'd talk all the time. Like I remember I was the last, uh, the last time I spoke to him was before the season. Cause I try not to bother when, uh, during the season, cause I feel like that's kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, weird. Yeah. So the last time we spoke was before the season. And I was like, do you know when we're going to wear the Thanksgiving helmets? And he like, he was like asking coaches and shit for me. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that's kind of cool to think about. That's hilarious. Uh, so it's that. And, uh, I remember after we drafted Jarrell Cox, he said something about liking Kansas city, um, barbecue more. And I, I joked and I was like, cut him, even though I love Jabril Cox. <laughs> and he commented, he was like, he like commented, like, uh, he, he commented some kind of like jokey, like response. And, uh, and so I, most of the time I'll talk to rookies whenever they like need images and stuff like that. Right. Um, like I, Osa is always liking my stuff. Uh, it's mainly that class, but yeah, that's about it. No, that's not, that, Hey man, that. like, like I said, your, your social media presence, you have a, uh, some diehard followers. I, I like, <laughs> I, I like reading through the comments of the shit of some of your posts that you post. I just like reading the fucked up shit that the guys that follow you say in the post. Like sometimes the, I mean, the stuff going on in the comments is better than what you're posted. And it's just, it's, <laughs> it's pretty wild. And it just shows that you've built a, a pretty trustful, uh, following, following the cow it's it's this weird like sub genre thing right like you're following a team but then you have fans of you that are more fans mm -hmm. of you than the team it's just this uh, social it's it's this weird social media thing that that's awesome i've always uh i've never really like like in terms of like i hate when somebody's like what do you think about like like and i'm not saying you did this but like, I, I don't like when everybody like refers to my followers as fans. Cause I, I like, I try my best to like speak to everyone, like yeah. literally everybody. I don't, my, I don't have an ego when it comes to stuff like that. I will help anyone. I will, I will help anyone get started. I'll sh I mean, you, you've probably seen me like shout out like random 50 follower accounts. Yep. Cause like, I know that when I was in that position, I would want that help. And I would think it's cool as fuck that, you know, dc.network is friends with me or talking to me or whatever like I, I i will always try to like help any fan page but uh there's a lot of like snaky people and I, and I can i can tell that you guys aren't the type of people so i i wasn't like hesitant to come on the show it was just always bad timing well actually the reason we're trying to bring you on is we're going to try to get you involved with this easy system that you pay us two thousand dollars no i'm just fucking around. but let's let, but let's but let's it's get a pyramid it's, it's a pyramid scheme. ponzi scheme right? but hey let's get into this uh packers cowboys game we before you hopped on we were kind of talking three things that the cowboys had to do to win this game and then three things that the packers had to do to win this game so we'll start off uh you don't even have to give three give us one of your main things that the cowboys have to do to beat the Packers and then follow that up with one main thing that the Packers have to do to beat the Cowboys. 
So to beat the Packers, the first thing that comes to mind is running the football because th- that run defense is like I saw Michael Gelkin tweet the other day. They're averaging like a hundred like running backs are averaging like 116 yards per game with like four to five yards per attempt. Like that, that should be like the Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott game that people always constantly talk about. Like, cause, cause every, I feel like everybody's always like, Oh yeah, we, why, why, why do we need to compare them? They're, they're both good on their own. Uh, and they can be used as a duo, but we've never really had that duo game. Like we, I mean, I guess you could say like against like the Rams in 2019 where they both played incredible, but it's always usually like, Oh, Tony Pollard is playing incredible. And Zeke's like averaging like three and a half yards per carry. Or, oh, Tony Pollard got two carries for eight yards and Zeke has uh, fucking 15 carries for 120 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, this should be the game where each player gets, like, 15. Like, I, if it was up to me, I would give each, like, we should have at least 40 combined carries. That run defense is not it in Green Bay. And uh, as for what Green Bay, what, so the first question was, what do we need to do? And yeah, and before you move on from that, I completely agree with what you're saying. It Even just going with this season with Zeke and Pollard, it literally feels like one of them will have a good game one week, the other one will have a good game the next week. One will have a good game the next mm-hmm. week. You know, it's always like a hopscotch of what player seems to be the lead back. I do fully believe that we need both these guys to make the Super Bowl. But I also want to see that game, too, where each of them gets 15 carries and each of them has over 100 yards, and then they have, like, Mm -hmm. a combined three or four touchdowns. We've really, like you said, maybe the L.A. game, but that is few and far between. We've never utilized Tony Pollard and Zeke to their full potential, and it's like if we unlock this one key of these two guys, who the fuck is going to stop them? No one. If they, it's exactly. just like, it seems like we don't know how to utilize both these guys to have their maximum potential in one game. Mm-hmm. And then the another thing that people don't really grasp is like Cooper Rush isn't that quarterback. Like we have what whatever you think about Dak Prescott, defensive coordinators are afraid of are afraid of Dak Prescott throwing the football. So when you have defensive coordinators making Dak Prescott's job harder, that just makes Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard's job easier. And we also have one of the better run blocking offensive lines in football. So that's just like a match made in heaven. And we haven't used it for the past, what, four years. It's about to be five years. I mean, Tony Pollard's not going to be here for his fifth year, obviously. No, he's gone. So, Uh, well, we hope hope he's not going to be gone. It's going to be hard to, it's going to be hard. It's gonna be hard. Let's before, just say that before we jump into that entire debacle. But I, uh, uh, I want to know: Do you feel like maybe this last game unlocked more of that ability to be to put the confidence in? And and maybe this is just like the perfect combine, the perfect storm, right? Like, oh, we're running into this type of um, defense that's very very weak at blocking the rush, and Tony Puller just went off. Um, uh, Zeke's been having a pretty damn good season considering um, his utilization and how the season's unfolded so far. So is this maybe that game there? Is that potential a little higher? Do you feel for, for this game specifically? I, I, I mean, I feel like we've, I don't know because Tony, like, I feel like Tony Pollard could have like 25 carries for 400 yards and they, they wouldn't give a fuck. Like they're just so, they're just so enamored with like 2016 Ezekiel Elliott and 2018 Ezekiel Elliott. They like, they just can't grasp that Like this is how the NFL works. Running backs knees are like butter by year five. 
yeah. and it's what leaks in year seven. Like it's, I, I just can't, I can't grasp, like if we had like, what's a good example? Like if, if, uh, if we had a young guy behind CD lamb that was performing better, you would obviously want that young guy to see more opportunities. Yep. No one would bat an eye, but once it comes to Tony Pollard and Ezekiel, it's like, Oh, well, why, why do we have to compare the both? Uh, it's like, it's like, if you if you have a guy leading the league, in yards after contact per per attempt, you you want to use that guy, and that, and that's the funny part because people are like, he's too little to play the position. Except he leads, he's seventh in yards after contact, but twenty eighth in attempts. Yeah, like that that's not that's not normal. People think that's normal because oh, all all running backs average more. All backup running backs average more yards per attempt than the starter. There's not a single one. Nick Chubb's backup doesn't average more yards per attempt. Derrick Henry's doesn't. Dalvin Cook's doesn't. Even though Alexander Madison's great, he doesn't. Like, it's just, it's, and it's, it's context. Like, Tony has only 20 less carries. This isn't like back then where you could make the argument, oh, well, he has 100 less carries. That's yeah. why. Because yeah. he, like, y- you can't use that argument anymore. Like, they're neck and neck. And, I mean, it's, it's one thing if, if Zeke was still, like, one of those grinders that everybody hypes him up to me. But he's, he's, uh, I feel like he's more of like a, like he's lost a lot of his power because he lost. I remember he lost a lot of weight, but he's his speed still isn't there that like yeah. everybody was hyping up all off season. Yeah, and, and hey, I, I'll, I just, I'll admit, I don't know. I'm I'm that guy. I'll I'll admit <laughs> I'll be the first one to admit that I'm still that I uh, fucking praying to whatever god that wants to listen that zeke will find his 2016 form my only thing with uh the whole tony pollard zeke thing and i'm not going to argue that i mean after last game it's very hard to argue that tony pollard isn't the better like we were watching i'm like tony pollard's the better running back right (laughs) now he he is he's 100 the better running back i still think there is room for both the guys to coexist on this offense Tony Pollard did what that on 14 carries last week. He should be getting 14 mm-hmm. carries every fucking game. Yeah. yeah. That shouldn't take anything Min- away. Minimum. 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 I'm saying minimum, right? Tony Pollard, a hundred percent. And I think we said this on the last cast. He should have more carries than Zeke going, going forward. What makes me nervous about Tony Pollard and he still hasn't proved it to me is that he can block. I, and I know this is a huge thing <coughs> and a huge knock and this shouldn't take carries away from him. It just makes me nervous when we try to go to some of our other plays away from the running game that I th- I'm pretty sure he was blocking and obviously it's not on him, but when Dak got knocked out with the thumb injury in week one, I'm pretty sure Tony was in. I don't know if he missed a block. He was in, he was on the field. I've just always thought Zeke was almost kind of like a, and this is going to be a very overzealous thing to say, but he feels like a sixth offensive lineman when he's on the field. He doesn't miss blocks. No, you're often. right. So I, I do think that plays into it. To, for Jerry Jones to come out and say no, this team goes through Zeke, I think is is a stupid, pig-headed thing to say because it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It goes through both these running backs. This is a like any team, any good team in the NFL. It's a two-headed uh, attack, right? Well, they just and, need to figure out how it works yeah. the best. And if we're winning, if we're winning games, and uh, and the tandem's working back there because we've kind of shifted away from that fullback running back scenario, and it's like a two running back uh, system. You can still have Zeke in the in in the play. I think if we're winning these games and we're and we're and the offense is progressing the way it needs to be, then. Oh, we're overpaying Zeke for what he's doing. It's well, we non- are. Yeah, of course. Exactly. But I'm saying it's mm-hmm. a non-issue. It's like, hey, if he's doing his role and he's taking the tough yardage, he's blocking when he needs to, then who who gives mm-hmm. a fuck? The thing with this, the, and I'll let, I'll let Devi hop in here pretty quick. The, the thing with Zeke's contract, it's obsolete because there was no way of getting out of it this year. You have it. You've paid it. He's there. 
uh even talking about it i hate when people are like oh well zeke's contract it's like it doesn't matter we we're paying the fucker this year he's part of the team mm -hmm. obviously it becomes something next year but the issue has been with these two I, I still think zeke's a very good running back and tony pollard is a fringe superstar and like you said if mm -hmm. he's not on our team next year and he goes to this other some other team and ends up being this like ah, 1800 yard a season guy, in the face we're all gonna just we're, we're all just gonna <laughs> yeah. go nuts because he has showed that zeke doesn't have that breakaway speed tony pollard is literally like one one broken tackle away from taking it to the house on every time if, he, every time he touches the ball dude if I, if i'm tony pollard i'm thinking about i i i probably love how the many Cowboys. how many cars you can have in your garage oh but I, i'm thinking about my career i either need to be the starting running back in this team next year or i'm gonna be going i'm out else. Yeah. i'm fucking out i'm yeah. fucking out say so, i i probably have like the unpopular opinion that i would rather just not have either of them next year because <laughs> i don't want Davis, wanna... baby dowdle and davis let's go <laughs> well here's the thing i've i've never been a first round running back guy but holy fuck is b john Ro b john robinson making that so hard to like ignore They're... i don't know i don't like he he's just amazing and and i'm not a fan obviously zeke like i was a kid when zeke got uh extended so i i was excited but now that i'm like you know, like now that I'm more like experienced and watched running backs like that have gotten extended and watched like how their careers unfolded or whatever, I just like I would rather not pay a running back Even, unless it was like yeah. like if we paid Tony like eight to ten mil a year, then like hell yeah, like yeah. I, I would not hesitate to give him eight or nine mil a year. He doesn't have the wear. Okay, so the difference between Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott after their first contracts or rookie deals, Ezekiel Elliott had been fucking held to the fire. The dude had put in work. He had had two. Uh, league mm -hmm. rushing titles he had had the carries tony pollard in running back age or mm -hmm. dog years whatever the fuck you want to call <laughs> yeah. for running backs the dude doesn't have the touches as most of these guys get these right. premier running mm -hmm. backs by the time they get their second contract so if you did give tony pollard a second contract for like you said eight to ten million he doesn't have the the wear and tear like a lot of those first round second round running backs usually get Hey, De right. Deffy, this is how I always look at um, scenarios. Uh, like, I, I put percentages of uh, salary cap to a position. So if that means I'm paying $18 million for Zeke and $2 million for Tony Pollard, but Tony Pollard is the better back, but the combination is giving us one of the best one-two punches in the NFL – I'm okay. I don't give a shit who gets the money. They have, they have twenty million mm -hmm. between the two, you know. So that, yeah. I I always look at it kind of that way, and maybe that's the wrong way to look well, at but, it because but because we're lucky this time about it. No, no, but it's the same. I mean, it's the same thing with with Dax. Sorry, it's the same thing with Dax contract too. I now the next two years look very dismal, so I don't. They look grim. Let's <laughs> not even talk about grim. them right now. But I'm just saying the current the contract when it was signed, it fell into that same. Th mentality was like well i'm looking at a percentage for the quarterback and this is how much he's given so i yeah. mean the right yeah. or wrong yeah you know that's just how i look at it discuss it's actually really like like that, that's i've never really thought about it like that because you're right like if you see 20 mil and you have one of the better running back duos in the league then like hell yeah like i i, I mean shit <laughs> i yeah. mean that's probably not a good way to think about it but you're you're right i mean shit like you said but uh no i I, I like the I like the concept of actually there there is one example I really liked of the Cowboys using Zeke and Tony 
against the Rams this year. It's funny it's the Rams, but again, but uh, against the Rams this year, it would be like Zeke getting like five to six yard or five to six yards like on four carries in a drive. And then Tony would come in and get like a 15 yard pop. And then we'd keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And then boom, Tony would come in like, like I like that. Like yeah. I, I want to use them like that. I don't, when I, when I say give each a shit ton of carries, I don't mean like give, give Tony five carries to start the drive and then Zeke five carries to start the next drive. Like, no, I mean like give, give Zeke like the first three and then give Tony one and then give Zeke the, the next four and then give Zeke uh, Tony like three. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like it's like a combo. It's like a fighter trying to set up his knockout punch. It's like you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're exactly. feeding the body, you're feeding the body, and then you come with the right-hand hook, which is Tony Pollard. You got Zeke feeding it, feeding it, yeah. feeding it. And sometimes you turn it in, turn it on hard, and you might go more with uh, TP20, and then fucking mm-hmm. just go back to... A couple quick jabs. Yeah, a couple quick quick jabs come in, and hard body shots. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Did we just become an MMA podcast? Hey, um, <laughs> one, one thing I do want to um, ask you about here, and it's been a subject of our disdain over um our second Man. our second year here is Kellen Moore. Is he the guy or is he not that guy, pal? I okay. I'll I'll just say this much. I just find it I find it really convenient. I'm just saying, I find it really convenient that his best his quote unquote best like his best games that he's play called have been when Tony Pollard has gotten like 10 plus carries. not to, not to like drag Tony back into this. But I just think that like, whenever he's using Tony Pollard, he's cooking. Like you, you love, you love Kellen Moore. Like you, like you just said, you love Kellen Moore all of a sudden when Tony Pollard's like getting the football. Um, but I just think like he, he called in it an incredible game against the bears. And I mean, he called like, it, it was con- like in in the playoffs. It was a very conservative approach against the 49ers, but it should have worked. I feel like Dak had one of the worst games that he's played, which is hard to say because I love Dak. I defend him too thick and thin. But uh, he, we, it's it's disappointing to say that he let us down that game, but he did, you know. And uh, I just I just feel like when it when it comes to like a heavyweight matchup against a really good opponent or a really good defense or whatever. Even if I just said that Moore had that like conservative but like solid game against the Niners, I feel like he always comes up short, you know. Yeah. Like against Arizona, against uh, against the Niners, obviously he was conservative. Against Philadelphia, I mean, you don't, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be putting the game in Cooper Rush's hands against Philly. No, you know? fuck no. Like that's not. You should be running the football. <laughs> yeah, nonstop. I was I was screaming it on my account to run the ball. But he, he waited until he went down three touchdowns, which is fine, or two touchdowns. And, but. and he's like, he looks like some mutant horse or something, like total ugly. Yeah. Yeah, real ugly guy. Real ugly guy. You might have not listened before, but we're high on like people's looks here. Like if, you're, oh, if yeah, you look oh, like yeah. some sort of chud, we ain't we ain't fancy. And Kellen Moore looks like he was like, he looks like a fucking horse fucked a McDonald's fry pack or something. I don't know. Just can't trust a guy that looks so, like that. So that that confirms you guys are massive fans of Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Total big babe. Fans of Dak. Oh. To- total babe. Huge babe. Big hands. I, uh, you know what that means, right? Hands. Big hands. Uh, Love it. Yeah. No. How do you, like, what do you guys think about Dak? Like, Love I'm him. Curious. Oh. Love like, him. Yeah, we're love we're, we're big Dak. We're back that. We're Dak guys. Look, didn't love didn't love yeah. the contract when it happened, but now it's like that's every fucking quarterback oh, contract yeah. in the NFL. If you want if you want no, a top he, ten quarterback, that's what you're paying. And he's a top ten quarterback. 
Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We got to pay some bills real quick. Stick with us. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I hate it when people say they got to pay bills, but we just have to pay bills. Let's get back to the podcast. No, one, one thing with Dak, when that contract happened, I was so psyched. I did not give a fuck. I was so happy that we, <laughs> that we extended him. I was pissed that we hadn't extended him already, but Me too. I, 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 I wasn't. I mean, I, I never, I, I never once complained after. We so I, I did, I did complain after it. I was on the, the kind of the side that said we should have signed him a year or two earlier. And if we yeah. would have, he would right now, he already would have been extended again. Cause we would have had such a bargain deal for him that he wouldn't have played on that. So the, mm-hmm. the way you look at it now, the quarterback market has set itself. Uh, we honestly, in my opinion with Dak Prescott and his contract, maybe he's got some weird cap stuff coming up and we'll, we'll figure that out in the next couple of years. But if you want a top 10 quarterback, which he is, you're, you're going to have to pay. So, and, and, and that's what mm-hmm. we're doing. So. Um, before Alex asks you a question, Deffy, uh, Flight Twenty Three. He's a he's a, a a viewer who shows up all the time. Says, "Tell Deffy to speak Spanish." Somos los uh, vac- uh, vaqueros. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. What- I I mean I don't know how he knows, but I, I can speak fluent Spanish. Well, I look. Oh. I mean, a, a, a lot, a lot of, a lot of our, uh, a lot of our viewers, a lot of the people Perfect. that tune in. Him, by the way. And, I, and again, I, we kind of look at the same way that you, you say we don't have fans. We have uh, a lot of cowboy fans who show up week to week. They watch the games with us. We chat. We, we're building a mm-hmm. community. Um, there, uh, and he's saying I follow Deffy on Insta for a long time. I know he's Mexican. Lmao. <laughs> so. You you got you do have fans who uh, kind of come into our area uh, and that fuck with you. So that's what fluent well, Spanish. What I can, mean, what what that, that should make sense because you guys you guys are like you guys are around like the same uh, like what's the like like um like you guys say like I would agree with most of your opinions is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we're and kind of in the same like, cowboy circle. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's the cowboy circle. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, I'm a big fan of you guys. I, I I always see you guys on my TikTok. I was on my burner. That's how I found out uh, that I was late. What were you saying? I was gonna say yeah. So the the so and ultimately what we I mean it's funny that you showed up on uh, and that's why your your name was all messed up on the. Uh, when you showed up and said, "Hey, check check your IG," I was like, "What's going on?" I kind of monitor the Insta, uh, the TikTok. We're trying to do a simultaneous live show. We have TikTok going live, and we have our YouTube channel going live. Um, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, uh, we're every Wednesday we do our uh, podcast uh, kind of episode, and then every game day we're doing a watch party. We're we're uh, we're we're just giving a chance to have us talk and then interact with the fans. So by all means, a companion, yeah. a companion cast, a companion cast, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't ever call it that. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely, <laughs> Dude, I, never call I would it love to hop on for a game. Ever. Like yeah. I am down. I yeah. will quit. <laughs> oh, dude. No, no, no. He's, he's saying he'll, he'll, he definitely wants to hop on during a game. Oh yeah, definitely. would love to have him. 
Uh, Anth went to the bathroom. And I went to the he, bathroom. I came back, and the first thing I heard is, we're calling this a companion cast now? Nah. <laughs> we're not calling it a companion cast. But, hey, Deffy, while, we, while we're here, we crack some beers, so crack them if you got them, son. Uh, but did we end up asking him, what do you think the Packers have to do to get a W against us? Um, well, if I was the Packers, I would run the football and go after Anthony Brown. I, I'm a big, like... Like, I defend Anthony Brown, but he's had some really, really, really lucky drops the last few weeks. Because a lot of people are like, mm. like he, he he's the type of player that he has, like, and this is the most brutal part about playing cornerback. You can play an incredible game, but the one play that you fuck up, it, it's you're just going to immediately go on my, like, stock down posts. Yep. Like, it's... it's it, that's it's brutal, but that's how it is because yep. it's such a like crucial position. It's like playing quarterback. If you play an incredible ball game, but you throw a game losing pick, it's it's fucked. You know, you um, lost it for us. It's 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 so it's mm-hmm. it's as equivalent, or even maybe more so in terms of like the second and third position because you need your corner uh, to wide receivers because you need your corners to outperform them in turn in in the game to to have a better game. They have to outperform the fucking wide receiver, right? Um, mm-hmm. But there's no love. Like, you have... There's no... It's not a sexy position at well, all. Well, it's one of those right. things. It's one of the It's one of the few positions, and, and like Devi said, with quarterback and cornerback, it's one of those things that when you do fuck up, everybody sees it. When you get burned yes. and someone mm-hmm. takes the top off you and scores a 60-yard touchdown... And you were in one-on-one coverage. The only person that's at fault in that whole, well, minus maybe the play call, is you, you got beat one-on-one, right? Well, and yeah. Anthony yep. Brown, Anthony Brown, we were there for the Thanksgiving. We we traveled down to oh, Dallas yeah. last year for the Thanksgiving Day game. We <laughs> witnessed that motherfucker. And hey, I am a I am, am an Anthony <laughs> Brown fan, so I will say this first. But we witnessed first fucking hand this dude have four defensive pass interferences in one game. It was like, oh my god, third I down, mean, we stopped him. Flag, are you kidding me? So <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be this. I agree. He has these. He'll have like a stretch. He'll have a couple games where he's flawless. And I was it mm-hmm. the Bears or was it the the Lions where he was burned a couple times? And like you said, the ball just got dropped mm-hmm. against the Bears. He had, he gave up at least two touchdowns and like they did, two long ones. And they just dropped the ball. Like they literally dropped mm-hmm. just dropped the football. He was. The ball was perfect, and the receiver was it Mooney? Maybe can't remember the wide receiver, but yeah, just literally oh, dropped. Elis Jones. So you're you're right. He Anthony Brown. Uh, and actually, now that we're talking cornerbacks, I'm a little bit nervous to see <laughs> cornerbacks. Cornerbacks. I'm a little bit nervous now because we didn't really see much of uh, Deron Bland versus the Bears, but with Lewis out. I, I do get a little bit nervous with our depth. We're one cornerback away, and I know we're getting a little bit off track of Deffy's uh, reason why the Packers might win. But we're one no, corner. You're good, dude. We're one cornerback away. Another big injury from being a depleted. little bit a little bit depleted. Mm-hmm. Like who's who comes at who say say uh, God forbid Anthony Brown or even worse Trevon Diggs go down. Who then? Oh Boss man, fat, and his pistol come in, start shooting, play, <laughs> shoot, shooting the place up to help us out, or like, what do we, what do, we do? Get those I, body bags. I was, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I, I became a Kelvin Joseph guy as like a coping mechanism after we drafted him. Yep. Because I wanted Jeremiah Sukoromo so yep. fucking bad, so bad. I, I'm, I'm still pissed 
that we passed on having that linebacker core of Micah Parsons and joke. Like, yep. dude, could, could you guys imagine for five seconds if we had Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa on this team instead of the fucking 11th best special teamer? <laughs> Beast mode <laughs> Are you talking Joseph, about Joseph 11th best? That's Joseph's even 11th best. I don't know. I don't know. That's giving him some credit. <laughs> what, 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 no. what was the scenario there? We either get the linebacker that we could have got, or we have boss man fat who sucks. Who oh. would you pick? The line, the linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, I mean, that's a, a rough one. It's a, it's a trick question. But no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, How many years ago was that though? Not last year. Two years. Two years. Right. Two okay. Years okay. Two years. Oh, I I was kind of last year during the draft. Speaking, we were talking about cornerback depth. Depth. I was. I want you know. You know the Seattle corner Tariq Woolen, who's going crazy right now. Yep. I wanted him so bad. I I, I was like I I was I wanted him in the third round, and he made it all the way to like the late fourth. I was so pissed that we didn't get him. Doesn't he, that- he's literally. He's Trevon Diggs. He's yeah. literally Trevon Diggs, yeah. and they, they didn't give a fuck. And doesn't that make you mad, um, considering that Tolbert hasn't fucking... I don't Done even know shit. if he's had a snap oh on the, the field. That's We don't, that's, we don't, that's hey, been, we don't say the T word around here. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Toblerone. Toblerone. But, the, but of all of the picks that we had this year... Tolbert, I was like, oh, that's the shoe in. That was my, actually, like you said, when Tolbert got picked, I was excited about it. This guy, he's going to, he's going to suit up. He's going to slip right in, right where we need him. He's going to cover the position well. Gallup's injured and then Gallup's going to come in. Amari Cooper who? Yeah. And it's going to be just wild. We're going to have these three. And then it's like, this guy doesn't even get on the goddamn field. That's why you're doing a podcast in a basement with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, that was probably my biggest miss, uh, um, Dalen Tolbert, because I I thought Tolbert would come in and like I, I obviously he's a third round pick, like and went to like a small school, so I was like, okay, I'm not gonna expect him to be fucking Calvin Johnson, but I was sitting here and I was like, he could come in and pretty like he's pretty comparable to like Cedric Wilson. I was like, he could have a, a 2021 Cedric Wilson type of season, and that would be an A plus pick to me, yep. and then like uh. I, I was thinking uh, like a Marvin um, Marvin Jones type career with us, except he doesn't leave. Hopefully, like if if that was to happen, and uh, that's what I was expecting. And he, I mean, looking at the stats, he has he had twenty six snaps played last week, not a single target uh, on the year. He has two targets, one catch for four yards. The other one was a drop against the Giants. The funny thing is, you say he played twenty six snaps. I'm usually pretty good at looking at the whole field, like. I, while we're watching the game, I'm looking at every player. I don't even remember him being on the on the field, and he was on 26 <laughs> times. Like, yeah. yeah, nuts. Like usually, yeah. I'm calling out for. Like, I don't even remember him being out there. That that's that's crazy. Yeah, that that. And you know what? Uh, as a third round pick, obviously, you're hoping that he can come in and contribute. I mean, there, there's still hope for the guy. Like there there still is that he could. Is this me being a optimist? Yeah, maybe. Oh, no, 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 no. You no, think no. he's done? He, 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 no, no, no. I, I'm saying this isn't you being an optimist. This is like, like he still has, he still has a chance. Yeah. But he needs to make his impact now because Noah Brown isn't going to be out forever. And yep. James Washington is on his way back. And the Cowboys are, are they about did to sign OBJ. Yeah. They, <laughs> well, uh, not, not only that, not only that, but they didn't hesitate to almost trade a day two pick for Brandon Cooks, which is yep. something I noticed. A lot of people are like a lot of coping Cowboys fans. I've said this on my post, word for word. 
a lot of coping Cowboys fans are calling Jalen Tolbert a developmental player. That is not what he is. He was supposed to be a day one impact yep. easily. Oh yeah, for not a developmental. Hundred percent. The the guy that we were the first wide receiver we took in the draft was supposed to be helping at this point. In well, the yeah, and and mm-hmm. exactly first wide receiver. And if you look at uh, in in this scenario, you just want to say to them, why? So you dump Amari to take Jalen Tolbert? Like that's that's exactly price what it, though, you, right? That, but they're but, they're they're, but, they're thinking Amari's price versus if they can get even like. Like Deffy said, if they could get even, maybe not even a Cedric Wilson twenty twenty one, but like close to that, yeah, uh, it's an it, for a third round pick, you're knocking it out of oh, the yeah. park. But if mm-hmm. we go back to the idea of getting another secondary and having an, a, a solid secondary, someone that can kind of complement, tra- or just a wide uh, receiver digs, that can do anything, right, right? Yeah, right. So yeah, I guess obviously intentions and in drafting, you're drafting a wide receiver who can actually. They, they, they went for the position because we needed a wide receiver, right? Like. The reason was, yeah. right, we got rid of Amari Cooper. We had a very, very big glaring hole to fill. They were hoping with that third-round pick, they decided, okay, we're going to go with the, the best wide receiver we think and hope that he can give us some sort of production. <laughs> going into week, what are we going into week 10? Jalen Tolbert's mm-hmm. just been an absolute fucking but, bust. And we we, we kind of we looked at someone other uh, else's data because we don't come up with that shit oh, ourselves. No. Um, and... We the first and second round picks have a, a pretty high potential potential chance of being a starter, but the third from the third round on it starts to get a little bit more questionable. Rolling a little, you're rolling so the dice. If, a little if you bit. are going to start rolling the mm-hmm. dice, the third round is the appropriate round to start. Well, and I don't. Rolling I, the dice. I'm fine with them rolling the dice, but they just flubbed on this oh, so it, it was far. A flub. It was so a, far, so far, so far, so far. But, I, but here's what I don't want. I don't want to linger on the fucking. Um, I don't want to linger on. Uh, oh well, he's a third round pick, so we need to keep trying him out. It's like if this guy's not the guy, get the fuck rid of him. Get rid of him and let's just move mm-hmm. on and 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 try to try again and try again because there's trying is fine. The problem is if you like extend that decision past the point of where it's like valuable for the team. Can Damone Clark play wide receiver? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Parsons playing wide receiver. Can Mike get out there? Can uh, do the, it? the funny thing is our I would say our best offensive threat came as a tight end with Jake Ferguson. I think he's gonna I think he's well on his way in his position. Obviously he's not breaking the numbers as a receiving threat yet, but just the way he is out the out there and even even Hendershot, just watching these three tight ends behind Big Ham Baller. Clone zone. Big Ham Baller 6 on twi- Twitch, a.k.a. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Dalton Schultz. Hey, I, I like the De- way our tight end room is going. Before you uh, reply to that, Deffy, I de- can you at least message Bingham Baller 9? I think he's blocked, too. Oh, are you blocked, too? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not blocked yet. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I think, I think I'm blocked on Instagram. Because in the off season, I oh yeah, this is when everybody was dick riding Schultz. In the off season, I made a post and I was like, I hope y'all know that like David and Joku would blow Dalton Schultz out of the water in our offense. And I was like, oh my god, you're so negative. And, and then, then he blocked then you. I said, <laughs> yeah, I think that's when he blocked me. 
And uh, another I, on on um, on Twitter, he hasn't blocked me, which is disappointing because he blocks everybody. But. So he has us blocked because I just had a picture of his face with bold letters on the bottom saying "pussy." I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I well, can't remember what he blocked us for. Something, no, it, it was something you, him bitching about you, his. It was you, bitching about his contract. You were, you, but yeah, you were crying. You, you were making a point about him crying about his uh, contract. His contract. It, it got us blocked on everything. <laughs> um, Wasn't even that mean. I mean, I don't. I don't understand how you can be a like, like everybody, like the front office and shit will like label him, label him as a leader. But like, if you're a leader, why are you like? holding out you know like i i just yeah. i that irks me it, it maybe it's like a it's like an old school thing but it, it irks me when like a so-called leader holds out and like brings that shit into I, the i can't deal uh, with it like onto the field yeah and now he's not even performing i mean he he or he he is now because dak's back but before dak came back he had like 80 yards on the year yeah like he was being outperformed by peyton hendershot well like, just like, about, like we <laughs> like like we kind of said it's kind of weird how quarterbacks kind of get their guys that they're super comfortable it's not weird it's human human habit you're gonna go who you're comfortable with cooper rush his guy was obviously noah brown right and it's kind of like dak prescott safety blanket might be as much as we hate it dalton schultz yeah i mean he a large part of our offense is like Dalton Schultz, like running a curl route or like running into the middle of the field and finding his own. And Dak Prescott's not Kyler Murray. He can like actually see the middle of the field. So <laughs> he's, he's going to find him a lot. Yep. I mean that I, I cannot stand the people that like, like I just, if, if I was, if I was a team, I, and I needed a quarterback, I would not draft like a Bryce Young or a Kyler Murray. I love Kyler. I used to love Kyler Murray and I would have loved Bryce Young when I was 14, but like it, it's fucked up, but like shorter quarterbacks, it, they just like objectively cannot see the middle of the field. And we're lucky that Dak's like it, one it, of the taller uh, guys. It's called science. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> let, 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 let's, let's just, I, I didn't know. It's, I, like I, Alec, I, it's like Alex trying to see past a bunch of fucking six foot five dudes. He just, he's that guy it. at the back of the, the, I'm gonna the music run. festival. Like what? who's on stage right now? No one's ever you open. Can't see it. If you're five, eight or five, nine, Kyler Murray's five, what? Maybe five nine. I just didn't know Dance you guys in the were. They bullshit about his height. Oh, he, you think they inflate his height? Oh yeah, because they, they say he's five ten, but he stood next to Hollywood Brown. And he was shorter. He's like, give me a fucking break. 10. He is. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. Hell no. Nah. No fucking way. He well, was I, I didn't know you guys were all height elitists. So whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, what, uh, Deffy? We want to grab your bold prediction for this Sunday. Is that what you guys were holding up the pad of paper? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. We're, I was supposed to know what you guys no, meant. No, 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 no. <laughs> no do you want to? Hey, bring... don't behind baseball in front of Deffy. <laughs> well, we have we have Armando twenty one. <laughs> yeah, so Armando twenty one's been sit, uh, sitting silent, eating a cheeseburger in the. I chat. didn't know he was in. Should we bring him in? Just bring we're, him in. I'm gonna bring him. him but be, be, before I wanted to say TikTok gonna... famous Armando. Well, we'll get them both. We'll do them both. Yeah, just get them both on. We're doing it live. I guess. Why are you are you nervous about bringing in? No, you're. Your job is noticed. to figure out the fucking dork shit. Figure out the dork shit. Do you, hey, Deffy, do you hear how they talk to me there? <laughs> so what's happening is we're going to bring in a, a 21 Armando 21. He's a, a guy we've actually met in real life. We met him at the, the Vegas draft. We had met him, or we never met him before that, but we had talked quite a bit. Big TikTok guy, the big man with the big hat with the big chain is what he what he kind of goes with himself. So we're going to get him in here and we're going to have a little Roz and we're going to get, we're going to get your guys's bold prediction for the game. He hasn't, he hasn't uh, made, muted. made his, ca uh, his uh, camera live yet. So I'm okay. just going to wait till he's there. Okay. So Armando, pop on in. And as soon as you pop back in, I'll bring you in. But what we're going to do is we're going to get your guys's uh, bold prediction for the game. It's got to be bold. Can't be none, none of this bitch shit. It's got to be bold. And then score prediction. <laughs> and what we do with through all our social media accounts 
if someone guesses the score score prediction, we send them uh, a T-shirt. Can you I, don't you don't get to decide what kind of T-shirt we get to pick. No, it's a Cowboys Can Fan T-shirt. Can, but can, if can you, I, yeah, AJ, go in. No, Reject. no, fin finish your so thought because it was a question to both of these uh, fine young gentlemen. Okay, so until we get Armando in, it's just Ar like Ar I said, Armando's here. Is he in? Yeah, as soon as he unmutes okay. himself, he's 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 uh he's live. He he's live on the show. Live and in charge. Is this a Wednesday night party? It, it's this still, is a Wednesday night party. It looks like Armando's still muted. There's a mute. So he's muted. He oh, has okay. to unmute himself. Okay, okay, okay. I see. Um, well, there we go. Well, well, there we go. Hey, hey. Is Mondo. What's up, bro? Look at this. What's going on, fellas? What is going on? I'm, I'm looking for something to to open my ear. I got a crack him, but I'm cracking my have A popper. He's popping him. He's popping him. I got a popper. Pop 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 I got a cheese grater. We gonna grace some cheese. So you're gonna oh, put, we're gonna some cheese. Oh. some of those cheese heads coming up this 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 so I'm gonna, Sunday. I gotta, you know. Did you just pop but a bottle with a cheese grater? That's fucking hilarious. What's going on, fellas? Pop him if you got pop him. If you got him, son. Hey, so I think I just want to ask quickly, both of you, do the Dallas Cowboys have a Super Bowl caliber team? Hell yeah. yes, yes. I don't. I don't think it's like. I think we have one of the better. Like, it's kind of unbelievable. Like how how good our roster is with like no outside help whatsoever. Will McClay, baby. Yeah, and you know what? You know what, guys? <laughs> I said it. I and uh, I don't know who somebody follows me on Twitter, but I just got into a Twitter game and and I've said it since before the season. Defense, defense wins championships, and right now our defense is is, is looking good. You know. You know, so so we definitely, you know, it's a Super Bowl contending team, especially in the the, the thing with that, uh, the NFC. I, the NFC doesn't scare me at all. Uh, anyone at all? Right, right now, the the top three teams or four teams, three of them are in the NFC East. The Giants don't scare me. The Eagles, I guaranteed those motherfuckers are gonna lose on December twenty fourth. There's nothing. Mm -hmm. There's just nothing. That will convince me otherwise. Dak is literally the Eagles' daddy. Like he is gonna fucking walk. He's gonna walk in December twenty fourth and put a hurting on those guys. If we can get into the NFC playoffs and two or three of the seven teams are from the NFC East and three of them are the top of the seven, I feel like we should glance through these playoffs. Hey, I don't. I don't know mm -hmm. if if Eagles have a hierarchy, but Dak is that. That hierarchy in the eagle community. Call, if it call him what he is. They call yeah, him the daddy. Alpha eagle. <laughs> they call him daddy. <laughs> da daddy. Yeah. Daddy the, Dak. The e the eagles call him daddy. Yeah. The eagle. Well, you can. Or, I mean, I call him daddy to. too. I thought <laughs> we talked earlier about his hands. I just don't want to scare Deffy uh, when we get into some of this prison talk that we do sometimes. I do like. I do bro, like. The, bro, I, have you have you been on my account? Oh, he's. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. He. So he has the funniest clip that you post is it's like Ezekiel Elliott and showing him. <laughs> it's I already know what you're talking it's about. It's Ezekiel Elliott and it's showing him fumble, fumble, fumble. This is Ezekiel Elliott running the ball and then it's like a, it cuts to a clip of him like all his best runs and this is Ezekiel Elliott when he's thinking about men. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I actually fucking hilarious. I, I didn't. I didn't like. Damn! Oh, everyone always gives me credit for that, but it's it was one of my one of my buddies who who runs like a like a shit post Giants page. He did one for Daniel Jones, and I thought that shit was so funny. And I was like, "Could I do this for Zeke?" And now everybody says that about Zeke. Oh, they're it's, like, it's hilarious. Like when I post about Zeke, they're like, 
oh, he needs to be thinking about men this Sunday. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good stuff. So uh, what I did like is when we asked both these fucking diehard Cowboys fans, do you guys think Super Bowl contention team? Boom. Yes. Without so, a doubt. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, th- I mean, this is the thing. I think it's the my my perspective is this year is our our best opportunity or window. And mm-hmm. it just happened to work out that way. I mean, after week one, did anyone expect the opportunity to be here for us to like still be in a in a uh contention can, or like like not first seed first exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah. I'm, yeah agreed so i'm gonna ask these guys like, fuck good call aj and then kind of because i have an idea of who my answer is but i'm gonna ask everybody in here right now i want to know at mid-season way because we're gonna call it mid-season after the bye week yeah we're, we're gonna go through our awards for the we're gonna go to go through quick from everyone we're gonna go mid-season awards for offense defense and coach I want to know this, mm-hmm. and then after that, we're going to jump into score predictions, bold predictions, and then we're going to bounce. So I'm going to, we're going <laughs> to, I don't know what screen they're looking at, but I'm going to play host here. I'm going to start off with Defy. So if you had to pick your offensive player of the year, your defensive player of the year, and your coach of the year at midway midway point for the Cowboys, who would they be? Offensive player of the year is easily Tony Pollard. Defensive player of the year, I'll go with. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I'm going to be basic and just choose Micah because I love Micah. Got it. And like, I mean, he, he, he's won us games. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty easily Micah. And then coach of the year, I'll go um, – fuck. I'll go, I'll, I'll go Mike McCarthy. Even though even though it's it's Dan Quinn, I think Mike McCarthy deserves his flowers for I like how it. he's, like, handled this. So, yeah, I'll go, I'll go Mike. All right, the big man with the big hat and the big chain. What do you think? Offensive player so far this year, defensive player so far this year, and coach. Offense. I mean, I don't. I, don't, I think everybody knows it's Tony Pollard. The way Tony Pollard is coming out, you know, and showing us, it's 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 got to be Tony Pollard. Defensive, you know, uh, defy defy said Micah. You know, uh, you know, obviously we all see it. But I'm gonna go Trayvon Diggs. Nobody's yeah. Trayvon, oh, yeah, we are. Trayvon Diggs. No, you know this guy is, is holding people down, locking people down. You know he's not getting the interceptions anymore. He's not. But you know they ain't thrown at him anymore. Know. Yeah, you know it's that's a hey, Diggs Island. They said it, and that's <laughs> what that's what it is. So yeah. you know, and then coach, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Mike. I'm gonna agree with if I'm gonna go with Mike just because of you know at the beginning of the season we were talking. You know Jerry Jones and, and his comments and and towards Mike McCarthy and and he, just the way he handled all that and you know where we're we're at where we where we are you know we're you know we're in a winning position you know you got to give it up to Mike you know just for just for for all that big Mike too busy looking for in and out burger than the game plan I'm just kidding but guys <laughs> honestly he, you know you guys know he wants to beat Green Bay oh, oh fuck yeah, yeah he does. dude that's he a, wants, that's he a wants, revenge he wants game to beat these guys. That's like, I'm looking yeah. at my brother right now, looking across from me. It's like if we were going to play against each other, I just want to beat his ass so fucking bad. <laughs> oh, I just want to <laughs> smash your face so bad. <laughs> That's how it is. That's how it is. That's how it is. Okay, Ad, what do you got? Let's get Let's get it. Let's get awesome. it. O- offense, Tony Pollard, obviously. Uh, I agree with everybody. I think what, what the man's been doing with given the amount of uh, snaps he's been taking, uh, definitely an offensive caliber weapon. Defense, uh my boy 21 Armando 21 um, as, as much as I love Micah um, I love what Diggs has been doing so I would vote Diggs you dig as, it I dig it um, yeah, dig you it. dig it but I, I mean like you can't 
it's like that's such a that's such a hard. I mean, it's, it's hard. a hard. Con- it's a, it's a hard. Uh, it's a hard conversation. And then coach wise, and I don't know his name. Don't uh, you take mine. Uh, secondary coach. His head belts right now. Joe Witt. So Joe yeah. Witt Junior. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Junior. That's 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 who, that's who my pick is right that's now. That's a good pick. Strictly because what he's been doing for uh, for Diggs, the way that kind of. I mean, we look at Micah and Dan Quinn, and every I, I do love Dan Quinn. DQ baby. Um, but just seeing how. Diggs went from last season to now being almost, uh, you know, close to being a shutdown cornerback. I think, uh, yeah. I think it has to go with a lot of the coaching as well. Totally. AJ, what do you got? AJ. AJ. So I'm, I'm going to, I, I'm thinking just a little bit differently. I'm, I'm going to give my uh, mid, mid year flowers. Don't you take my he, shit. Dude. He's going to say Kellen Moore. To Noah Brown. I think, oh, okay. I, I, I think Boom. Noah Brown stepped in when necessary to help um, be that, that guy for, uh, um, Cooper Cup. <laughs> Cooper, yeah. How we kept when they played against each other. Yeah. Cooper Cup. Oh fuck, Cooper. Who? 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 Yeah. Won? Who the fuck? What Cooper yeah. are we talking about? Yeah. Um, Cooper Rush. I think that uh, that that he played that position. Now he's definitely kind of quieted down. But we're talking about the first half of the season. Well, he's so hurt think, right now too. And okay, so that's another thing. But uh, just that's warranted. The on defense. Um. I'm going to say my runner-up first and then give you my oh, two, my dog. Oh, double dose. Yeah, well, okay. I just I'm, I'm okay. quickly touch my runner-up is Donovan Wilson. Just loving what he's doing out there. Really hope he gets a longer contract. And um, The hitman, Donovan yeah. Wilson. Yeah, and but the guy who I'm going to give the mid-year awards to, a little bit different just to kind of shake things up for conversation's sake, D-Law Coach Lawrence. I Ooh, think he's, he's, tank. That's a, good he's, that's he's a been, goal right there. He's been playing some really, really good fundamental football, locking down his position. I equate him to a kind of a lockdown minus uh, Minus playing contain last week. That's it. That's my only knock on D-Law. The contain, okay. the contain, the contain. We're talking against, about the whole first saying. half. It's a half year. It's the first half year. Hey, 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 hey. I, I, we liked it. Uh, 21 I liked it. 21 liked it. And I liked had, it. I just, you see what Anthony look, had to, he had to take it down just I had to. No, it's bit. fair. You got to play contain. He did show up when no one else did and got three sacks in one game. That's true. So, I love yeah. D-Law. Okay, so you know, guess you what? Know Fuck you. Um, <laughs> and, and for coach, I mean, come on. <laughs> I can't leave his name on set. You on DQ, aren't you, Lieutenant Diane? Lieutenant Diane. Lieutenant Diane. Now that's Lieutenant Diane. You knew that was. You knew. Yeah. You knew yeah. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. I mean, come on. This, what he's yeah. done with this defense. I mean, maybe I'm kind of taking uh, from last year too. But I, it's just the most. It's the most exciting football I've watched, and it's been so defensive. Yep. That I don't know if I'm changing or uh, the game of football is. You're, you're, you're growing up. You're going from a. Mo- you're going from. You're going from your disgusting sack into a nice butterfly. <laughs> well, you know the NFL is built. If I can just rant for oh, a quick second, the NFL is just built. The NFL is just built on on providing the offense with so much potential, and so it's just nice to see that. The defense always catches up. It always figures it out. And the NFL always has to keep changing the rules to benefit the offense so that they can, because they see more scores, more middle of the line fans watch games because they like, they don't understand defense. And I didn't too. I'm not dogging it. But um, when you don't, when you're just watching a football game, it's primarily, they just want to show touchdowns. Touchdown, touchdown. Let's see your celebration. High scoring. They want high scoring games. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. Can I, I actually uh, yeah, interject I say something really, really fast? Of course. Uh, you don't have to say it fast I, either. I wanted to, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I appreciate it, but I, I just want to I want to change my office player to uh, Tyler B Dash. Oh, nice! Oh, oh that's nice. wow! Yeah, okay. Tyler B Dash has had an excellent. Tyler B Dash is playing like a top two center right now. Not to mention like, the guy was on, dragged. Like he's been incredible. Been dragged through mud throughout the off season. Like everyone's like, "What are we gonna do with this, can, can this we, dog can shit center?" A, <laughs> can we give an honorable mention to nope. one man? We don't. No, 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 no. I get it. I want to say mine because I think you're gonna say my pick. <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, you're gonna, say, you're gonna say my pick. So the man with the big chain with the big hat. You got to give me a second here, son. So I'm going to go off my offensive players. The dude that has kept us in six and two contention who after week one, we thought we were fucked. The guy that I've actually slagged through mud too, saying he's not better than our starting quarterback, but the guy did what he needed to do to get us to six and two. My at half point player, offensive player of the year is Cooper fucking rush. That dude kept us, that guy kept us in what we needed to do. I know he wasn't, Throwing four touchdowns a game. He wasn't taking games over. The more important thing is he didn't lose us football games, minus the Eagles game. He lost that's right. That. He lost it. <laughs> he lost <laughs> the second. Yes. We'll look away from that, right? Okay. So that's my offense. My defense, I'm going to go Dorrance Armstrong. Dorrance Armstrong has been a very, very. Mm. Obviously, Micah's the. The, the, obviously, Micah is. Okay. Yeah. Mi- Micah hey, guess is. Guess what? Micah is. Micah is yes. the defensive player so far this year. I think a very good. Uh, Batman or Robin to the Batman has been Dorrance Armstrong. He's been really good. Yeah. Block punts, sacks, uh, block passes, stuff in the run game. He's come up in big spots at big times. That's my defensive guy. Mm-hmm. And then coach, <laughs> I'm going to go with Mr. Vasectomy himself, John Fossil. Uh, our special teams has been mm-hmm. very, very good this year. Like, I, honestly, one, one thing I lost sleep about last year was special teams. And this year, I don't know if it's... Uh, with Maher and uh, Turpin time, but I just feel like special teams, and we've been getting some touchdowns on defense on special teams. I just feel like our defense mm-hmm. is—I feel like our defense has taken a turn for the best. So I'm going to go John Fossil, even though he had that weird vasectomy talk on Hard Knocks. That was weird. Very, weird. <laughs> very, That's a very really good pick. Very, very weird seg- segue for now, him. Now, he was just like, okay, we're going to talk about my nuts gone. Let's now talk you know about specialty. He, he was doing his best as a fucking what looks like a 90-year-old vampiric man uh, to, to, to like connect with his fucking 20-year-old yeah. team. Got rid of, my, got thought, rid of my balls, he guys. Thought, guys like to talk about their balls. I'm going to talk about my vasectomy. He just joke? fucking went into like the vasectomy. It was weird. Talk. Very weird. Very, very weird. Okay, so we're going to segue right... I don't even know if you can call it a segue because it's not going to have anything to do with each other. Boldies? No, we're going to do we're score score predictions. Okay, score prediction then bold. Oh, so. actually, bef- oh. before we jump into that, Ar- Armando, you had something that you want... Someone you wanted to say. Did Anth cover him? I don't think... I don't think I did. Oh, I, I did? I no, he did. Yeah, oh, it was he rush. Oh. Oh, okay, no, okay. No, and I can okay. tell. Nobody I can tell. But, but I, can I, tell forgot, his- I forgot. I forgot he hadn't gone, so that was my fault. I th- as soon as you said it, I was like, Armando's going to say Cooper Rush, and then I'm going to look like a fucking copier. <laughs> I wanted to be that guy. Okay. I wanted to be that guy. So what we do every week is we do a score prediction. If you get the score prediction right, we send you a shirt. It's that simple, um, which I know you guys are very excited. That's why you're on on this podcast for. <laughs> but uh, we then we also do a bold prediction, and we want something bold, something that's like it can be – not necessarily NFL bold, but specifically to Cowboys bold. But it has to be bold, and you need to make an argument for it. Like, kind of sort of like John Fossil did his own vasectomy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there it is. But, there it is. but because it's been the topic of the week, 
another one. So we're going to do score prediction, bold prediction for the game. It, we're running almost two and a half hours. And, we're going to be here till and, fucking tomorrow and morning. If <laughs> the Cowboys sign OBJ, just a yes no. No, no. What? When do you think they'll sign him and make the announcement? Let's just get so yes or no threes. because no, no, no. Yes, hey, no. Okay, fair. hey, listen. I'll, I'll fucking mute your ass. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, Deffy, if you got all three things we just asked, it sounded like we just gave you a chore list. But let's <laughs> let's get your score prediction, uh, your, your bold prediction, and then whatever Adam and just your, said. And your wiener size. <laughs> okay, there it is. so my, <laughs> my score prediction might, might like, uh, fuck. I, I don't know if I have the balls to, to give this prediction, but I, I, I'll just do it, whatever. Uh, this is going to be the score prediction is obviously going to like segue into my bold prediction. So I think the Cowboys win thirty-one to zero. Wow! I think the Cowboys shut out Aaron Rodgers. That is Packers. a bold prediction right there. You're right. And they they will they will sign uh, OBJ. I mean, uh, uh, they'll sign OBJ next week. Is my that, that's my guess. But uh, as for the shutout, um, they, I mean we might shut them out for like three and a half quarters. And then we do that bullshit where we let them score like two touchdowns with like three minutes left. And I would be pissed. Yeah. But, okay. uh, I think we shut, we will shut them out. Uh, at least the first three quarters. That's my, that's my guess. I, that's I'm going to, I'm going to interchange real quick here. If he, <coughs> if we just shut out the Packers, we're sending you a t-shirt. <laughs> like even just calling a shutout is like, we'll, we'll yeah. send you a t-shirt if we shut out the Packers. Armando, what do you got here? Give us your score, your boldy or prediction. I'm going to go with 35-7. Nice. That's a big 35-7. We they, they, they get on the board. Aaron Rodgers gets on the board. Uh, my bold prediction, we see Jordan Love in this game. Oh, you know, I, I, nice. I, I think we I think we see Jordan Love. You know, I, I, I really want the Cowboys to get out there and, and, and put a whooping on these guys because that's, that's the Green Bay. And then OBJ, I, I don't think we get him. I think we lose him to Buffalo. Fucking Bills Mafia. <laughs> Who of, we do have a lot of love for. Bunch of table jumping fucks. Just because they seem the most Canadian out of anybody. It's the weather. I see like I see a Buffalo tailgate. I'm like, I feel like I would fit in all right there. <laughs> they're the most Canadian out of all of them. Right? <laughs> it's because they're so I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Order. I, I've never been a big Buffalo fan. Like the they're just they they rubbed me the wrong way after that twenty nineteen Thanksgiving game. Like they, they were just like on our nuts for no reason like we we have no beef with it, you. but it's all, a, all of the but beef it's a, is from our grandparents but you always got like, you always got to think though like no matter what team it is when they play the cowboys the lights are there it, it's like as as cliche as it is it feels like where everyone's if they're not going to be playing for the super bowl that that year their biggest game's always against the cowboys but you're right they're the cowboys. they're all butt hurt because they lost <clears throat> two super bowls to the cowboys back to back Yep. And hey, let, let's hear yours. You want my? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going. Yeah. We're going a little bit different. I'm awesome at you. you. <laughs> I, uh, I unfortunately, I think Aaron Rodgers. I and this is just me. From I got PTSD from playoff games from the last decade. This motherfucker just always plays us so good that I just somehow think he will. And I, I'm always wrong on this stuff. So this is good that I feel this way. I think it's a closer game. Something like obviously win, but I think something like. 31 24 like I, I think it's going to be within a touchdown mm -hmm. i hope it's not i hope we just absolutely stomp them in a 35 or 7 and 31 yep. nothing like i would love that i the, there's no better thing than 
by the third quarter, I could just watch AJ falling asleep because we're not even watching. A, we're not even watching a football game. We're just now getting drunk and stoned. Like I hope that's the fact, but I think it's going to be closer than that. Uh, my bold prediction is Micah gets his second touchdown in a row, back to back games. Micah gets another defensive touchdown, and then we already touched base on what we thought about OBJ. I said I don't think we'll sign him. I hope we do, but I've just seen this song and dance too many times that we get. Yep put towards some sort of big name free agent. And then I wake up crying in the middle of the night. Cause I see Deffy post it and I'm just crying. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to go? Yeah. yeah go. Okay. So I think the Cowboys are going to um, continue that role on offense. I, I believe it. We're going to see um, Kellen Moore come to his senses. He is going to potentially be able to drop the vanilla pudding monocore, but he's not getting back the dungeon master. He's not dungeon master. He's, he's not still pizza. Even if he gets rid of vanilla pudding, he's still pizza boy. Still bitch. pizza boy. Pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I think the Cowboys go um, forty-five. Wow. To and ex- another forty burger. Another forty burger to to seventeen. Okay, so there's a little bit of a little bit of offense going on there's, for the for the, the there Packers is because there is um, the Cowboys have shown a little bit of uh bend and that's okay that's okay yeah and then what do you got for your boldy? Uh, bold prediction okay so i guess i mean rolling with that i'm gonna have to say if you'll allow it oh we'll allow it okay uh pollard and zeke both get 85 plus yards each and there's a combine a combined three touchdowns between the two you know it'd be bold is that not bold enough do a hundy each I dare you. I okay, I, you know what? Because <laughs> do I don't it. think it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's fucking a hundred, a hundred each, hundred for uh, for both running for, backs for both and running a combined backs. three touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. And Ooh. then, sorry, it's gonna, be, it's gonna be cold weather. Remember that. That's good. That's good. We're okay. Can, we're, we're, okay. We're, well, hey, we're, we're Canadians. We're indifferent to cold weather. You, 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 know? you guys are Canadians. You guys are good. <laughs> Armando's right. D- D- Dak is going to break Justin Fields' all-time here's, quarterback <laughs> rush. No, here's how I. Here's how I can amend that. A hundred, a hundred plus yards, rushing or receiving. Okay. So okay, combined. Combined. Net yards. Okay. Net yards. That's okay. So so two hundred, uh, but they ha- each have to get a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't have to be rushing. Just 100 yards. 100 yards each. And then, uh, yes, I do think that they're going to sign um, Beckham. OB, what did I call o- him? David o- Beckham. No. <laughs> no, what did I call him? OB1 Kenobi. OB1 I can't remember. That was that was like fucking seven hours ago. OB1 Kenobi. Like. Adam, you're up. Um, okay, so I will say 43-21 Cowboys. And I think my. What did you say? Sorry. Forty-three, twenty-one Cowboys. Forty like burgers. Yeah. Forty burgers. I, I want. Going. I want that. 40 Mike burger. McCarthy's getting hungry with all these forty. Well, burgers. he's going to be hungry when he's going in for that Green Bay sandwich. Oh, that sounded super sexual. It's, it's, it was meant to be. <laughs> uh, it's getting late. You know, we kind of turn it up a little bit here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so my bold prediction would be: I think. Um, we're going to see a three touchdown game from CD Lamb. Wow. Wow. I like and it. And I like I, it. I like it. I can't just end on that one. Three three touchdown game from CD Lamb and uh Turpentine 
final return on either a kickoff or you think he's going to bring one back i think he's gonna bring one back that see either of those would oh, oh that's a good one either of those everybody wait for it we all want it hey, we so, all want it so look anyone, i would take anyone, that's gonna happen so anyone, special team sucks ass so anyone <laughs> anyone that's watching or if anyone's still watching our mom got us this it's screech it's from, from because last year we had this in in the podcast studio whenever uh there's a special teams touchdown we have to drink this. And we didn't drink it at all last year because we were at the Thanksgiving Day game when Tony Pollard did the return. Did it, and then we ended up polishing the whole bottle at Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's the new one. So I'm hoping, I'm praying that Turpentine doesn't get it because this shit tastes you, you, terrible. Who, who, was throwing up, who was throwing up outside of Target? Was that was that AJ. The and he was no, he was drinking lime. Maritas. I was drinking lime maritas, man. <laughs> yeah, that was de- oh. that, that. definitely was AJ. I get, 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 so and, 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 and Armando. So because we're about to, uh, we're going to be going to the Vikings uh, Dallas game, and then we'll be at the Thanksgiving game. And yeah, but uh, how are we get? We're going. So get, don't sell us short there, brother. Well, we say it all the time. I just wanted to try to. Yeah, like, well, spit it. Spit okay, it. so we're flying into Dallas. Uh, we're flying into Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota, and we're going to see uh, Cowboys at Vikings. So we're going into. We wanted to. Uh, we wanted to earn our stripes and be in in enemy territory. Uh, we yeah. weren't. We weren't brave enough to go to an Eagles I game am, this year. Next but year's next year's game. Yeah, next year we're going to do an Eagles game. God, I'm scared. Um, Alex is scared, but we'll protect him. We already bought our stab vest. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, might, I might go with you guys. Oh, Armando. <laughs> yeah, hey man, we the more the merrier. We, we, we need that big hat, big chain, uh, big dick energy. We, yeah, from- we need the more the merrier in that situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then we'll and then we're going to drive to Kansas City because we want to make sure that the 2023 draft uh, area is all secure and, and right. Right. And then we'll fly, uh, we'll we'll drive over to uh, Dallas and we'll catch the Thanksgiving game, which is going to be the Cowboys Can Fan annual trip. It's our second year in a row doing it. Two games, five days. Two games, five days. Ooh. Canadians out there cheering on for America's team. Uh, what you mentioned about Alex, the one thing that I was going to say is not only did he drink the one lime marita outside of the Target and puked everywhere, he then drank it right after <laughs> the game. And he prohibited Anthony and I from having like yeah, a crazy we wanted, night. We wanted to go out and have some wings and some pizza after, and AJ was falling asleep at the fucking. I'm not table. feeling good. The lime marita's hurting me. <laughs> it was a stupid lime marita. Don't let me get the lime marita. No, and then and then and then and then Armando and Deffy. He goes, I can't wait to try uh, to have another lime marita. You when did I get say that. <laughs> you did say that. You did say that. Oh, oh we're we frozen again. That's okay. We, we we can froze. call it out. We can call it out. Okay, we're going to call it out. Hey, guys, <laughs> what we're going to do here, Deffy, give your social shout-out, whatever you want to say. This is your time. Give yourself all your uh, shout-out. Let's hear what you got. So follow me on Deffy Talks Cowboys Instagram and Deffy Talk Cowboys on Twitter. No S. Yeah, Twitter's weird. Twitter is kind of weird. And hey, man, we appreciate you being on. Armando, the big man with the big hat, with the big chain. What are you rolling out there, son? So you guys already know, 21, Armando21 on TikTok. If you guys if you guys haven't checked out my TikTok, that's, that's pretty much the only platform I do. I just joined the Twitter world. Uh, I know Twitter's weird, but I just, you know, I love it for the for the sports content. I follow I follow CamFam, but uh, 21, Armando21 as well, DC4L. Hell yeah, guys. Hey, we appreciate having you guys on. We're going to be going live probably, I don't know, an hour before the game. If either of, either of you guys wants to hop on pregame, 
talk some Cowboys football before the game kicks off. We'd love having you guys on. Pre-game, okay. halftime, totally post-game. Yeah. yeah, any pre-game, Pre- post-game. Halftime, during the game, we kind of just sit there. Well, I don't think I'd literally be able to focus on talking to people and watching the screen and just screaming out well, when I scream. Well, what we can do is um, um, we'll reach out to you guys, uh, and if you're available, we'll bring you on. If if you're doing whatever the fuck you're doing, then uh, we'll <laughs> catch you next time. The game. Exactly, then we'll catch you next time, man, man. All right, and for but, the band, uh, or Sorry, what was that, Mondo? I said, but for sure... Uh, because I usually what I do is I stream it on TikTok. So halftime, we can talk some shit. Sounds yeah. good, man. Sounds Fucking good. Okay, for no. the band for the bandwagon boys over there, you guys are looking. Man, this has been the longest one in a while. Two and a half hours. It was a yeah. good one though. It was we two just and a half hours. It was, it was good. You know what? Company, if it's flowing and we're having a good time, I'd just be at home watching some fucking stupid Netflix documentary, anyways. So for the bandwagon boys over there looking. Sexy as always, and your host at best. We out. We'll be here on Sunday, an hour before the game. Are we going an hour before the game? Hour we don't before even game. Know. We're crazy. We're, We're crazy. Hour like that. All right, we out. <laughs>